Hello and welcome to this mini episode of the National Trust podcast. Today we'll join our reporter Sean Douglas at the Trust Apple Grafting Weekend at Cotil. Today I've made my way to Cornwall to the peaceful and wonderfully majestic Cotil, which is just perched above the Tamar River. After watching Alan learning to graft in our previous episode, I thought it was something that I'd really like to have a go with myself. And what better place to do that than the Trust's annual Apple Grafting Festival, which happens over February. It's a weekend where members of the public can come along with absolutely no experience and learn some of those grafting techniques. You even get to walk away with your own tree for less than the fiver. So I better make my way to find Dave, who is the head gardener here. He's going to take me through what will be happening over the weekend and hopefully allowing me to graft my own apple tree. It's about an hour before we're ready to start and there's already people queuing up. And I assume this is the place because there's a big sign that says apple grafting. I'll just see what's inside. Wow, this place smells amazing. And there is Dave. Um, I'm just going to say hi. Hi, lovely to meet you. Hi, good to see you, Sean. We've set up today for our one of our many Apple events, and uh, today is our grafting weekend. And this is part of, a, I guess, the second part of, of, a, of an event. Yes, yeah, so guess. in September we have our kind of traditional Apple Day. We have some displays around caring for your trees and cultural stuff. But most importantly, we have a selection of apples for people to taste. So things you won't have heard, like King Bayard and Pig's Nose and Pendragon and Lady's Fingers and all sorts of uh, bizarre names that sort of conjure up images of the apples. This is, this is sounding a little bit like a beer festival. Yeah, it is, actually, yeah. But much, I was going to say, much more fun. And keeping that ale festival analogy, can you talk about some of those really kind of craft ale apples? I think one of my favourite apples is called Pendragon. When you cut it in half, it's bright red all the way through. And that's a fantastic one to chop up and put through a salad or something like that when people are kind of looking at this strange fruit. So the plan then is that we hook you in in September. Then you'll come back at grafting weekend and we'll be able to graft you one of those trees and you can take away and you've got it in your own garden. So we're trying to kind of join up the whole seasons. Well, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to today. I mean, it sounds really interesting. I've not been this excited about apples for, well, ever. <laughs> so I know you've got a lot of work to do, so I'll let you get off and I'll um, enjoy the rest of the day. Okay, cool. Morning, everybody. Just to let you know, the doors are open and we're ready to uh, welcome you into our, our grafting event. Thank you. <laughs> So the doors are open and already there's about 30, 40 people. It's 10 a.m. in the morning. This is looking like it's going to be a very popular day. I'm going to have a quick chat to some people and see why they're here. Have you seen anything that, that piques your interest? I hadn't realised there was going to be so many varieties, so I had to try and choose. I don't know how we're going to make a decision. And are you hoping it's something that your son here is going to want to eat? Gosh, he loves apples. He probably has an apple every single day. Do you like apples? Yeah. What's your favourite apple? Um, that one. A beauty of Bath. OK, well, <laughs> decision made. <laughs> Why are you so passionate about apples? The diversity of looks, 
beautiful colours, lovely shapes that won't fit into supermarket boxes. I like Cornish pine. The apples are huge and they do taste slightly of pineapple. When I was a child in Ireland, we had an orchard. So I want apples that I can sit in a tree or sit under the tree and eat the apple. Did you scrump? Oh, yeah. It wasn't called scrumping in Ireland. I don't know what we called it. I think we called it stealing apples. <laughs> so as you come through the front door, there's kind of an array of tables and there's this pathway that you go through. The first table is here with a variety of pictures of apples and John's going to give me a little bit more information about it. Well, what we have here are 30 varieties of apple. Down here you've got some beautiful photos of nice ripe apples, but what you've got behind you doesn't quite correlate. Uh, what we've got behind us are, are just the, the twigs or the scions, which are the, uh, the prunings of apple trees. So people make a selection here, they then go over and pick a rootstock, basically um, sticking two twigs together and making a serviceable apple tree. It doesn't seem that it should be possible, uh, but it is and it works. So that's great, so I've worked out which scion I'm going to collect. I'm going to go for a king of Tompkins country. Now I need to go over and find the rootstock. Who are you? I'm Vicky, one of the gardeners. Vicky, so what happens at this table? At this stage, is we have three, um, three different sizes of rootstock. So as far as I can see, each of these tables is selling sticks. Yes, it, it, they can look like that. Those sticks dictate which kind of apple will grow. Yes. And these sticks... How big the tree grows. How big, OK. So I was talking to Dave earlier, and I have a very small balcony mm -hmm. on my flat. Yes. He said there's a type of tree that I could grow. So which rootstock could so I So you would need the dwarfing rootstock, which is the M9s, um, and it doesn't grow very big, so it can be quite a small, well-contained plant. Um, it, so it makes it ideal for a balcony or a small patio or something like that. Fantastic. So once I've got my apple stick yes. and my root stick... Yes. What do I do next? Next thing to do is then to go and see the guys upstairs um, and they actually then show you how to put them together and then hopefully at the end of it you will actually have a tree ready for you to pot up and take home. Great, well thanks for that. I'm going to make my way upstairs and maybe have a go at grafting. We'll see. I think you should. I think it would be a good experience. So I've just popped outside a bit. It's getting quite noisy in there. And uh, there's still a few people arriving. I'm just seeing a couple walking up with what looks like half an orchard in their arms. Um, I'm just going to see what they're up to. Hiya. I assume you're here for the apple grafting. You've come prepared. Yeah, yeah, they're cuttings from an apple tree from my parents' garden. Why did you feel that you wanted to kind of replicate it? Uh, well, my father passed away, unfortunately, and uh, the reason he bought this house was because of this apple tree. It gives the most amazing apples. He said as a boy when he used to go to school, catch the bus, he always used to admire this tree. And luckily, later in life, he managed to buy the property. And uh, when he passed away, I thought, I'd like to get the, the tree grafted and get it growing, and then I'd like to plant it in the, in the village orchard. Myself or my sister aren't going to probably live in that village, even though we've lived there for generations. I don't want my children, our children, just going there just to see a gravestone. Or, I want something a bit nicer, so if they can go and perhaps with their children in 40 years' time, and to be able to see Grumpy's tree, you know. It's just, there's lots of nice energy about doing it, so that's why we've come all the way down. I'm quite determined to get this to work and to plant a tree in the orchard with a plaque on it, so that's the, that's the plan, but yeah. 
Well, good luck. Um, do you mind if I follow you through the process today at certain points? Um, by all means, um, yeah, by all means, observe and see what goes on. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a learning experience for all of us, I'm sure. So I'm making my way upstairs to the area where I can graft my scion and rootstock together. And I can just see Dave, so I'm going to go and catch up and see how the day's going. So upstairs almost looks like um, a scene out of Great British Bake Off. Yeah, it is a little bit Bake Off, isn't it? Yeah, we've got three tables. For me, this is horticultural heaven, isn't it? You're kind of, you're making trees and you're teaching people how to do it and they go away really happy. And what do you think <clears throat> people's main takeaway is from the day? Um, well, it's a number of things, so I'm hoping that they... I'm hoping they take away a tree that's going to survive. I'm hoping that they will have engaged with the trust. I'm hoping that they will kind of understand the work that we're trying to do. You know, so this is something that hopefully they're going to kind of look back on of, a, of an engagement opportunity that they had at Coteal 20, 30, 40 years ago. Well, it definitely beats buying a keyring from the gift shop. <laughs> yeah, it's very different, isn't it? And you can, yeah, you take away a tree for a fiver and hopefully, you know, 50 years later, you can, uh, you can see your, your, your fruits of your work. Yeah, OK. OK, so we've been talking a lot about grafting. Um, it's probably be time I do a little bit myself. Can you show me what I'm meant to be doing? So what we're looking to do is to do two cuts of about an inch, an inch and a quarter long. And if you have two cuts the same, when you put the tree together, it will marry up perfectly. OK, so do I just do I cut the rootstock like this? Is, this? is this right? If you keep your elbow in, you get a better angle. So if you've got your elbow out, you want quite a flat angle. Elbow in. And as you pull down, you start to draw the knife out oh, through. Right. You don't want to get into a sawing action no. because you remember you want that one nice straight cut. Right. Gosh, this is a lot harder than it seems. Um, okay, I've cut through the rootstock, but it doesn't quite match the scion. Is that is that okay? So, in an ideal world, you'll have a hundred percent connection. But actually, apples are really resilient and they'll grow really well if we only have sort of 50%. So that would be absolutely Perfect. fine. You're obviously an expert at this. This is so much harder <laughs> than you make it seem. So thank you very much, Dave. And little apple tree, welcome to the world. I've just spotted the family I was speaking to earlier. They've uh, finished their grafting and they're just going down to the potting area. So I'm going to follow them and catch up and see what they've made of the day. So you've uh, just come down from upstairs and then this is the last bit of the process, what you're doing now. Absolutely, yeah. Um, there's uh, lots of little pots and a lovely pile of what looks to be superb compost just so we can keep the, keep the plant happy for the six weeks, I think the gentleman said. You did look a little bit worried, though, when Chris was explaining the aftercare to you. It seemed a bit complicated. I just want to get it right. I put a lot of pressure on myself because the importance of, of what the trees mean to us, you know, as a family. My mum's thrilled to think that we're doing this in Dad's memory. Um, I'm so grateful to, uh, to Chris and for everyone, and I'm glad that we obviously read about it and saw what was going on and made the effort to come down. So it's the end of the day. I've come away today with a newfound respect for the humble apple. My eyes have been opened to the huge variety that exists just in this small corner of the British Isles. And I'm taking away with me today my own grafted King of Tom County apple tree that I'll proudly put on my balcony. And hopefully in a couple of years, it will be bearing delicious fruit.
Thank you for listening to this mini episode of the National Trust podcast. Join us in two weeks' time when we'll be in Northern Ireland exploring Divis and the Black Mountains. Don't forget to subscribe to the series and do give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts.